From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, January 13th. I'm Sarah Wright. County CEO Carmelangelo told the Board of Supervisors last week that she's moving up the date of her retirement from October of this year to March. Supervisors Maureen Mulhern and Dan Jurdy spoke with KZYX earlier this week about their work comparing the CEO versus the CAO model. They're on an ad hoc committee charged with providing the rest of the board with the information they need to craft an ordinance laying out which model the county plans to use in the future. At this point, the ordinance will be most useful as a job description for candidates. Mulhern and Jurdy plan to present their findings at the next meeting on January 25th. Jurdy, the only supervisor on the board right now who is not in his first term, called Mendocino County's current ordinance a bit of a hybrid. The principal difference between a CEO and a CAO is under CA ordinances in other California counties, the supervisors um, have a little more hands-on day-to-day management or oversight anyway of the departments because they perform um, annual performance reviews of of most of the county department heads. Um, Mendocino County, although we have a CEO, which would not normally include that review, the ordinance actually does say that the supervisors will go into closed session and um, help the CEO perform the annual evaluations. But um, during my nine years on the board, I've got to say it's been a little inconsistent in the number of years where the board did discuss the performance of the department heads that were under the under the review ultimately of the CEO. And one um, suggestion from uh, Supervisor Mulhern and I that's going to the board is that we conduct those reviews um, all at once in um, probably a two-day special meeting. If the board does not find a successor for Angelo right away, he thinks there are strong interim options. Of course, we do have an assistant CEO um, who, in the absence of the CEO, serves as the CEO, and that's Darcy Antle. And she's also head of the county's uh, the CEO's finance team that's been very successful in bringing in grants uh, and helping with the recovery after the fires. From my perspective, the CEO's office is actually in a very strong position to weather a transition at this point. And, um, but the full board needs to discuss uh, all of our options before we make a decision. Mulhern and Jurdy both served on city councils before becoming supervisors. They reflected on the options of hiring Angelo's replacement from within the organization or conducting an open recruitment. But that looks like a lot of different things, including that there are multiple positions available across the state where you're generally trying to attract a, a small pool of people that are qualified to take on those CEO, CAO positions. So at this point, I would say that that's going to be for the full board to consider on the 25th. Jurdy added that during his tenure, the Fort Bragg City Council had mixed results in hiring two city managers from outside the organization and that he was pleased with the internal hire. It depends um, on the personnel that you have internally and the risks that you can face bringing someone in from the outside. You, you could hear nothing but praise for someone from the outside and maybe some of, some of those other agencies may want to see them leave. <laughs> Jurdy praised Angelo's fiscal acumen, saying he believes her legacy is leaving the county more solvent than it was when she took the helm 12 years ago. Angelo herself sounded a note of caution about the budget, which has seen infusions of state and federal money due to disasters in the past few years. At some point, the government's going to stop printing money and we won't get it. And we were an impoverished rural county before all of these disasters, when all this money started flowing. And that's what we'll go back to. So I think the board needs to be very clear 
and really look at the projections over the next three to five years and honestly stop spending. And there was a huge amount of optimism about cannabis. And um, I think you cited cannabis as kind of the, the one growth industry or, or sector in the local economy. And doesn't look like there's a lot of grounds to be optimistic about the cannabis market now. I agree with you. I think that we are uh, in, a, in a very um, sensitive spot. I don't know that the cannabis dollars will continue to flow. I don't think that our cannabis uh, program, the way it was developed, um, has been uh, very successful when you compare our program to surrounding counties. I don't know that we're going to be able to uh, pull ourselves out of this hole. We just started out lagging, and I just don't see us picking up. But she believes staff and supervisors are in a good position to continue building strong alliances across the state. We have supervisors right now that are very much interested in participating and working with our statewide associations. This is a board that really uh, understands the importance of making those connections at the state and federal level, and I see them doing that. Additionally, what I said this morning was that I bring my staff to state meetings, so I don't go alone. I bring them, and the reason I bring them is so that they will make those connections themselves. So when I'm no longer going to CSAC and RCRC come April, the staff, my team that have been here, that have been developed, they have those connections, and they will continue with those connections. Mulhern is optimistic about the board and staff working together on some big projects in the new year. Well, as we talk about the... um strategic planning and having a very community-centered focus. I hope everybody has been watching the YouTube meetings, the workshops. Um, And then as we've been discussing consolidation of the uh, auditor and the treasurer tax collector's office, it's just important that the board and the executive office and all the department heads are able to work together. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. You can check out Karen Autobani's hour-long interview with Carmel Angelo on Jukebox in yesterday's 9 a.m. time slot. For all our local news, photos, and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.